Life After the Fight is a show that speaks to everyday issues pertaining to our mind, body, and soul. We will address topics ranging from mental health, self-care, fatherhood, family, relationships, and more. Our goal is to encourage listeners to keep fighting through the obstacles, challenges, and struggles. The focal point is simple. Seek a fresh perspective, become teachable, and improve your overall health and wellness. If you're craving more growth and development, this podcast is for you. So how you doing, man? Doing good, man. Good, uh be back here for another episode and uh, to hear things are going great with your boys. I can't believe how, how, how much time has gone by. Man, time is flying, man. And I'm yeah. I'm doing everything <laughs> I can to cherish the moments and, and take pictures and just really keep those memories alive, man, because yeah. uh, you know, we don't we don't know how long we have, you know, on this earth. And so since we don't know, we try to take as much time spent together to create memories because memories last last a long lifetime so i'm just grateful of, of that man well that's good you know i was thinking about ricky and, and and this is you know for the audience out there for those of you who don't have children um that's cool too hopefully you've made those choices yes and uh it works out for you but i have to say i'm, I'm tickled to death because ricky has two sons i got two sons and I gotta be honest, and right now I'm gonna take this little moment just to brag on the fact that even when my demise coming, I'm not here. Just looking at my two boys, knowing that they're gonna be going on and if they have kids, that's my legacy. <laughs> that's my legacy. Man, not, it's a beautiful not the, thing. Not the money, not the cars, not the house, the possessions thing. I have, because <laughs> that all will get transferred. But my seed itself. I gotta be. I gotta let you know, audience. I'm just proud every time I look at my two boys and see that hey, this is an extension of me, and me will go on long past me. So I concur. I concur. <laughs> I, let me tell you something, man. I I continue to water the soil that my seeds have been planted in, and you. I continue to harvest and to and to just you know take care of what God has given me as a blessing because you know. For those of you who do have kids, however way you view them and your relationship, I know for me, um, every day I'm more, I become more proud of them for seeing them develop into their own person right. and their personalities and to listen to their desires, their perspectives and how they view life and to just see how they become more comfortable with who they are. And they're also comfortable discussing things that they're uncomfortable about. You know, and that's and that's, and that's a that's, really that's a beautiful thing. And so it kind of subs way into our topic because the topic today is a reason, season, or a lifetime. Okay. And so I, I kind of um, felt that this topic was necessary. And I'm gonna tell you why, George. So many people today, and I I'm included. Okay. Because I've had you know challenges in this in the past. We sometimes struggle with our expiration date of a situation, place, or thing. Gotcha. We sometimes struggle when things are over with and done, but we still want to keep it alive even past the expiration date. And lastly, we struggle with moving on because we've become so comfortable and content with where we're presently at. And so 
I want to really just discuss George and, and you and I've been knowing each other over 30 years. And so we have so much um, rich, you know, experiences and things of that nature. Lots of history. But for the audience, I want us to be able to really dig into how we've been impacted by the relationships and things that we've discussed. Because I can honestly say that you have helped me a lot with putting things in perspective as far as moving forward versus looking back. And I've done the same for you. Right. And when we look at where we are now, our perspective is way different than it was 20 plus years ago. Definitely. And so I want to kind of dive into the reason why things initially happened to us first. I want you to just kind of start off with that. Just from a general perspective, why do you think people struggle with why things happen to them? Well, I think that people struggle with why things happen to them. And I, I want to answer in a very thoughtful manner mm-hmm. is that we first, to anything that enters our realm, our atmosphere, our world, we typically take personally. Yes. And our reflex is to react rather than to respond. Mm. That's good. Yes. And so because as humans, we we tend to do that. And, and, and I, I tend to think that it comes from a place of self-protectionism. So the first thing you want to do is you want to defend yourself. And defense usually comes from an emotional place. And that's why we react rather than respond because we don't take the time to think about things and we go, why is that happening to us? When in actuality, if you took a breath and you actually thought about it, you realize that, A, maybe it's not happening to me, but for me. Or it could be B, that none of this is about me at all, but it's about the situation at hand. Wow. We typically see things from such a myopic view. We can only see our place our in the place. picture yes. and not see the entirety of the picture. <sighs> yes. You said something, man, that really struck a chord because... And I was saying earlier, I'm guilty of this in the past. We seem to personalize the things that happen to us from a perspective where we don't see nothing else but ourselves. Right. So it's all about me. It's all about self. It's all about how I'm impacted, you know, how I'm feeling, and what is this going to look like later on, etc. And so, but we don't give it the opportunity to really explore as to why this is happening, what is it for, and who is it possibly going to impact? Right. And so when you look at this life that we're living in, and I just had this conversation just recently with somebody, when you get to a place where you understand that this life is not really yours, and it really doesn't belong to you in the sense of you made yourself. I'll let you finish that, but I like what you said about yeah. not yours. because uh, yeah. go, go ahead, sorry. So, so it, 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 it gets to, and I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers, and it's okay, but when you really understand the concept of your existence and your being, then you'll be more susceptible to understand and to be receptive to your purpose and why you're here and, and why things happen, why people are 
brought into your circle or why people are drawn to you or why you're placed in certain situations and, 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 and circumstances because at the end of the day, everyone living has a gift or gifts. Everyone has talent or talents and everyone has purpose. But the question is, are you accepting it and are you actually walking in it to a point where you're not just benefiting from it, but you're making an impact? You know, I like what you said earlier, Melvin, uh, about taking ownership. The thing about life, and people do take it way too personal <laughs> because you're taking ownership of something that's not yours. That's not yours. And even if you drive a car or a house or anything, if something happened to you, God forbid, your demise, everything is transferable. Yes, it is. So there is no true ownership of anything except for your experiences and your emotional value to what you're experiencing. That's all you own. That's it. Period. In a nutshell. Um, <laughs> and you touched on a, a, I thought was amazing. Everyone's walking around. Searching for their purpose. And I'm not saying that you don't have one. What I will say is, in pursuit of this purpose, simply follow the plan. The plan. Okay, audience? I want to say that one more time. I always put that seed in. Because mm -hmm. people are always constantly, every day, I am trying to find my purpose. I need to find my purpose. If you don't know your purpose, if you can't find your purpose, Simply follow the plan, and if you follow the plan of life, eventually you'll come face to face with, or at least intersect with, what potentially is your purpose. Because keep this in mind, life was here for you, life will be here after you, and doggone it, life was not waiting for you to arrive. It sure wasn't. Stop making it all about you. Because the most beautiful part of life is that you don't have to take ownership for anything. Why are you putting weights on yourself? It's kind of like when people, uh, you know, there was a song sung by Erica Badu, Bag Lady. Yes. You know, why are you carrying so much? So much. I always say, carry a knapsack with your essentials, the things you need to carry with you. But if you're carrying a whole bunch of trunks and luggage and everything, nobody needs all that. And when you encounter people, they don't have room for it. So you typically stand isolated by yourself. Kind of like in relationships, whether you're a man or a woman, and people say, well, I couldn't see that person who had too much luggage. It's because nobody has a place to store your luggage. Okay? Yeah, Deal with whatever it is you got to have. Pack light. <laughs> dress light. Whatever it is. Yes. But let all the rest of that stuff go. But I want to get back to when you said season, reason, or lifetime. I, I, I get where you're going with that because in my personal life's journey, and I was having a conversation, as I do on a daily basis, with people, not just social media computers, because you know that's not to me a real conversation, but I have real conversations with people. And the one thing that I was thinking about the other day is, I, through the annals of my own mind, was reminiscing over the people that I've come across, whether they impacted my life in a positive or negative way or indifferent over the years. 
there were a lot of those people. And fortunately or unfortunately, they only traveled me to a certain point. And then either they dropped me off or I dropped them off. And then I picked up other people. And to your point about the, the reasons, the seasons, and so forth, and the lifetime, you know, some of our lifetime travelers are few and far between. But what I've also discovered in that process is that everyone is there for a reason. Definitely. Yeah. Some are there for a season, but what I've also discovered is that even in that season, you could put an S on the back of that and be seasons. Because I've had people, and I'm sure you have too, that were in your life for two or three years, and by whatever stroke of <clears throat> anything, they were gone, you were gone, something mm -hmm. happened, and it separated these people. And then 10 years later, you circle back around right to each back. other's right lives. Right on back. You know, and I always say, trying to figure that out, yeah. Yeah. don't rock your brain. But you said Just something. go with it. But you said something. <laughs> but listen to this. I'm going to stop you there because you said okay. something. Hurt. You said, follow the plan. Yeah. Check this out. This is where the plan, because I know people are saying, yeah, one of my friends, you said follow the plan. Well, if you, if you, if you keep your eyes open. Yeah. And you keep your options open. Yeah. And you become observant and you become patient with life. It will then life will tell you everything you need to know about your purpose yep. and your plan. Why? Because when people come into your life for a reason, it's for you to learn, mm -hmm. it's for you to grow, and it's for you to actually teach. Yeah. Everyone <clears throat> is going to learn. And everyone is going to teach. Whether you want to or not. You're going to help somebody in some capacity and vice versa. And then the season. Man, you can have many seasons. Because like you said, you can have somebody in your life for one or two years. Years later, they come right back around. And it's because there was something else more that needed to be added to either their life or your life. And let's just say it was from a business perspective. Let's say that the timing wasn't right. But now the timing is. And so I tell people, you have to keep your options open. But the one thing I want to stress to the audience, and you and I have talked about this so many times, you never burn bridges because you never know when you're going to have to cross those bridges. There have been several job opportunities that I've had, and I didn't burn bridges. I ended up coming back and working in more. Whether it's a capacity for a full-time job, or whether it was a contract. Because I didn't burn those bridges, I had another season and another season that opened up because those people remembered how I left. I always tell people, it's based on how you leave the situation that will determine if you're able to come back. Yep. And so that season or seasons is based on you following the plan and not deviating and doing it your way. The lifetime perspective is this. In a lifetime... People are going to come. People are going to go. But the question is, how strong and how fair are you going to be to yourself to be able to keep away from those situations and those individuals who no longer 
keep residency in your life because the time has expired. Because you and I both know, audience, we do outgrow people and people outgrow us. And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay to understand that concept because if you and I are not going in the same direction today, why are we still walking together? You know, that goes great with jobs, yes, relationships, and a plethora of other things. But I'm just going to talk personally about, you know, again, never like to use any names that aren't currently oh, present. I'll just say myself, I remember years ago being in a relationship for three and a half years that literally died after year one because mm. I found myself in my comfort zone, comfort. which I tell people, I define it as this. A comfort zone is a familiar place where nothing grows. You can't. Say that, say that, please, say that again. Drew. Comfort zone again. is a familiar place where nothing grows. Yes. Let's fast forward years, 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 years go by, and I didn't see this person. However, I was glad to hear that this person had got married, had a family, and things went well. But I also thought about this. When we do not dispense, get rid of things at its expiration date, how many other opportunities did we block for them and ourselves in that process? Mm, come on. Because I remember saying to a really good friend of mine, she was like, well, you know, George, I'm just really waiting for the one, the one, the one. Meanwhile, she had this guy that she was seeing off and on because it was convenient. Convenience. And I said, you know what? You're never going to meet the one. She goes, what do you mean? I said, because you keep holding on to the in the meantime guy. The one is the real man who's not going to interfere yeah. in something that he thinks is already in progression. There you go. That's so it. until you're standing alone, you're blocking, proverbially speaking, you're blocking your own blessing because nothing can get in as long as you keep holding on to something else. Your mm -hmm. hands are closed. You can't be free. And so whatever opportunities want to come and get in your hand can't because you got a closed hand because you're holding on to something. It's going to fly away and it'll be someone else's opportunity. And then you'll be not better, but bitter down the road because you're still waiting on something that's never going to come because you won't let what's expired go. I'm so glad you said that, man. I, I've, I've shared so many times with people that options are necessary for you to keep so you will be able to move in the area that was made for you or designed for you. Which means if you know you have a desire to obtain something or you're looking for a particular person to be in your life to share it with and you are clear about that, you don't spend time thinking about how you're not going to get it because You've already programmed yourself to look at the world and say, there's not enough good men or not a good enough, enough good women out there. So it looks like I'm just gonna have to settle. That's not something you initially start off with. 
No. But that's something that you end up getting closer to saying when you are conveniently comfortable in a situation that you're not supposed to be in. Hey, so Ricky, because, nobody enters a race trying to be number come, two and number three. Come on, three. man. You don't, first, of all, first of all, you don't enter <laughs> you a race. You want to be number one. <laughs> you don't enter a race to come in last. No. You enter a race to come in first. Exactly. So, so for people listening out there, please hear us. If you're struggling with an or you're struggling with a situation where you feel like you are, you don't have any present opportunities to look forward to, or you may not have a chance for the type of opportunity that you're looking for. Maybe it's because you're in a wrong opportunity in the first place. Maybe you're in the situation where you're wasting time and you're not really giving yourself the opportunity to grow and to prosper. You have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, am I in this out of convenience, out of comfort, or am I basically already sabotaging mm -hmm. the possibility of me becoming better in a better situation? A lot of people feel like they can do better. They'll look at the situation and say, you know what, I've had nothing but bad experience, blah, blah, blah. At least, at least I don't have to be alone, or at least this person has got some good quality. So what they focus on is the little versus the majority. And so I always say this, if you feel you're not good enough to deserve more, it's because you don't deserve it. And you don't deserve <laughs> it because you don't believe it. Hey, Ricky, I want you to talk to this for a second. This is you, you brought up something just now that uh, a lot of people I don't think take in consideration. I mean, I know I do because I I take time and I'm, I'm I, 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 something you should never do, audience. That I do <laughs> never overthink. I overthink things a lot. That's not a good thing. Not good you, when you find yourself doing that, take a pause. If you got a mirror, laugh at yourself and say, mm -hmm. "I'm not that serious to be considered right now." And do something else. But you said something about the, those really good prosper. You know, I think a lot of people will mix up prosperity and wealth. And I want to clarify from my perspective, and I want you to speak on this for the audience. Wealth is literally just having tangible goods or money. Okay? That's it. That's what wealth is. That's it. That's simple. Prosperity is a whole different thing. Now, you can be prosperous with wealth but you can also be prosperous without, without it. it. Exactly. You can be happy, have a great mm -hmm. life. Things are all hunky-dory and, mm -hmm. and jolly gosh That's gee. it. That's it. That's it. But if you're just wealthy, you can be miserable and a whole lot of other bad things that I don't want to say. Wow. But understand, prosperity and wealth, two different things. That's why they're two different words. I'm so glad you brought that up because... People tend to be very confused when it comes to not just the prosperity and the wealth, um, but also what happiness means to them and what being blessed looks like. And I always tell people, you know, if you have to look like it, then chances are you're not what you said you are. Your happiness, your prosperity doesn't come outwardly. It's first inwardly because you can be prosperous in your family, in your job, in your relationships, 
you know, whatever it is you're doing because it's what you make it. And it's something that no one can necessarily take away. But the wealth, yeah, you can lose it. Somebody can take it. And that's it. Now, you can replace it. But being prosperous, no, nah, that's something that you attain based on the decisions you make and the relationships that you have and and, and the choices. You know, so um, the, the happiness, and this goes back to the lifetime. What I've learned that in a lifetime, I want to be able to be prosperous. I want to be happy, but I also want to be fulfilled in the things that I've done and accomplished because I've decided to live life unapologetically, not making excuses for what I've done wrong or that I've made bad choices in, but I want to account for everything that I've done because everything that I've done, there was a reason for it. There was a season for it. And in this lifetime, I'm going to use all of that in the past to have a fulfilling life because I've learned so much from it. And I want to share it and demonstrate to those who I come in contact with. You know why? Because as long as I live, my legacy is not just in my kids, but my legacy is in the life that I live and how many people that I've impacted and how many people that I've inspired, how many people I've encouraged and how many people I've shared my faith with and my testimony so then they can have an example and a source of encouragement from the life that I live. I like that you take an accumulative approach to all three. Yes. All Got three. It. All three. <clears throat> that makes a lot of sense now. Because, <laughs> you know, you can take that a different direction too. <laughs> Season, a reason, or why people in your life. Or you can also take it and make it personalized and go, look, I'm taking an accumulative approach on the reason things have happened to me, the seasons that they've happened in, how I've grown, became the person that I am based upon those things that have collectively added to what is my lifetime. Yes. And, and check this out. In, in closing, and, and I want you to, to, to close us out with this. When you look at the contributions mm -hmm. that people have made in your life, mm -hmm. good, bad, or indifferent, from the beginning of your development as a man to where you are now, can you honestly say, George, that who you are today is not a result of the people that have been in your life and how they've impacted you? Oh, without a doubt. Then, then close yeah. us out, close us out with know, that. Close us out with I, that. I, I, I'm thinking back to when I was, uh, wow, I was a teenager. And again, I'm not going to say any names. <laughs> Disclaimer, she, once she again. She could be listening <laughs> and her husband or whatever, <laughs> wife, I don't know. Yeah. I remember my very first heartbreak when I thought it was the end of the world. Wow. I remember those. And oh, it was so, I was like, I was never going to love anybody again. She was the only person for me. And, <laughs> and again, because I won't say anything, I, I thank God for her. I'm so grateful that happened earlier than later. Yes. Because I don't know what condition of mentally and emotionally I would mm -hmm. be in had it happened later in life rather than early. You know, for lack of better words, I got dumped on early in my life emotionally. And I know a lot of you listening right now think, oh man, a breakup, a heartbreak you can't benefit from. I'm here to say, yes, you can, because it helps you 
not just grow, but it gives you resilience in knowing that, hey, I got through that. I can go on to the next one. Now, I'm not saying that to, to any way, shape, or form to make yourself callous for the next, because that was one of a few heartbreaks that I had. Yeah. I, I didn't let that heartbreak not let not allow me to feel in love, but it did help me in a sense of as we experience things in life, the impact of what happens is not so great. Yes. And yes. you realize that you're not the only person who is going through that situation. I know when it happens, you think, oh, it's the only, I'm, I'm the only person in the world going through this. I'm the only person in the world experiencing this. And, and here's something else that just came to my mind as I'm, as I'm saying this, Rick, is when these things happen, don't isolate and go into a shell like a turtle. Share with other people this just happened because you'll realize you ain't alone and other people may have, I call it the bomb in Gilead. They may have the, the, the solution to your situational problem yeah. and yeah. help you go through it because they've been through it. Or you, in turn, can help someone else go through Come it on now. because on. you've been through Come it. On. That, yes. So when a person ever says, well, you know, I can learn, but I, I ain't, I'm, I'm not much of a teacher. We all are teachers because we all have our own individual stories to tell. We are the stories. Whether you think your story is great or small, there's something to be gleaned by somebody else because they're not you and you're not them. That's why a conversation requires two or more people. Otherwise, you simply are having a monologue. Come on, man. Come on. Okay? Come on. So keep those things <laughs> in mind. But yes, Ricky, every situation I've gone through in life if I'm being honest, and I pray that I am, I learned from every last one of them, even the ones that did, didn't turn out so uh, beneficial for me. Yes. I learned, if nothing else, well, don't go down that path again, because <laughs> you didn't get anything of useful, uh, yeah. uh, useful to your experience. And even that, if I had to really look into that, there's something to be learned from even those situations. Like, okay, well, uh, if it was a bad investment financially, you go, well, you know what? Maybe I should invest in this next time. Not, I'm never going to invest again. Yes. Because you could miss out on a very lucrative situation. Mm -hmm. Just say, hey, that particular investment was not worth my while. However, I now am more astute as to how this works. So now that I know how this works, I'm going to put my hard-earned dollars into a different investment. Or if it's a relationship and you're a man or a woman, hey, this particular type of person is not for me. However, it's not going to make me not want to have a romantic relationship. It's just going to make me pursue different types of individuals for my romantic pursuits. Hey, that's, hey, that's beautiful. In closing, I just want to just say this one thing to sum up what you said and how I look at it and what has kept me encouraged and not discouraged. Good, good. Every breakup should be a setup for the makeup. And what that means is you have to have 
progression to get to the place where you deserve based on where you came from. You have to put it in perspective because every failure is a setup for you to succeed. It's all about how you look at it, how you learn from it, and how you choose to grow so you can be that much better and that much more prepared for what's in store for you. So that's life after the fight. Yep. And um, we want to just say thank you for allowing us to share our fresh perspective. And I'll, I'll see you on the next one, man. Sounds good, brother. I look forward to it, Ricky. And uh, thanks for being their audience. Because without you guys, we'd have nothing. Nope. Take that back. We have a lot to still talk about. There's nobody to talk to. There you go. So, <laughs> all right. Until next time, have a good one.